Well, good morning, good day, good evening. You are here. These are Jill's Journals Out Loud. We're just going to do a little check-in, a little abstract thinking, and then we're going to call it a day. Deep breath, my friends. See you on the other side. Tell me why. Tell me why. day and I am so glad you're here. My name is Jill and these are my journals out loud. I draw on them to bring you a podcast focusing on those of us who are wired for danger in both the fight and the fallout because my heart and mission is to serve you and yours and what I know to be true as a wired for danger human. The quest for meaning is Without a mission we are willing to die for, there is no purpose or meaning to live for. We are not special, but necessary. Our lives are often hard, and they rarely end well. But even knowing all of this, we just can't not do what we were born to do, because we can't stop being who we were born to be. If you are new, I hope you'll listen and see if any of this rings true. And if so, you are not alone. And with that, we are so glad you're here. I've been looking for a place that I'd rather be. I've been searching for my own destiny. I raise my gun to the sky and scream out loud. This is my life. This is my hope. This is what Well, I think I still have morning voice. I haven't even done any yelling at the dogs this morning because they've been really good. They're so cute and sweet. We do this little thing when we first wake up. If it wasn't dark and I wasn't in a coma, I wish I could show you. But it just reminds me of those tiny, precious moments that are just yours. You know, we get a little glimpse of that uh, on these video compilations. It just cracks me up, you know. We need like mental relief, right? Watching these uh, animal compilation videos of people's 
incredibly cute, precious dogs and cats and pets uh, that are those. Those are your moments. Those are the things I think that make life worth living. And on that note, uh, I just wanted to check in. Uh, I know quite a few of you say that you get behind and you can't, uh, you know, you'd like to listen to them in order. So who knows when you'll be hearing this. But I just feel like I'm supposed to make a, a podcast today, even though I don't have uh, a specific thing that was very clear to me to talk about other than just to kind of share a little bit about uh this moment in time, both for me, for you, for us, for everyone, and how unique it is and how we are in such radically different places, which really makes it difficult to know what to talk about. You know, we're, we're at a point in time where so many people are in the parroting phase, parrot, like repeating what they hear. And you know, as I look for people to listen to or ideas, because I really like having podcasts when I'm trying to do grunt work, it helps, you know, me keep functioning. There's almost nothing that's not in the parroting phase, right? So, you know, that's the way information travels on the bell curve, you know, what's on the very edge, nobody's talking about. And then eventually, you know, it works its way back into becoming peak, right? at the peak of the bell and then eventually it goes over and it just goes into our history becomes something like well you know I know the world's not flat right we're not arguing we're not killing people over the idea that somebody introduced the world was flat and now it's not maybe it's round which is fascinating that that's come back up in time but it's the nature of information it's the nature of how we process and where we are on that bell curve, which makes it very difficult to have a conversation. You know, it's easy to be part of the parroting class because you feel good about yourself. You think you're doing something important because you're talking about something that's new for you. I wish people could understand this. You know, just because it's new for you and your experience, uh, it doesn't make it true for anybody else. And and it's these awakenings and awarenesses, right? Because that's the word that's going around right now, the reset and the awakening. I think there was a, a documentary that just came out, The Great Awakening. And I haven't watched it because even though I know I should, because I think it has a positive spin towards the end, I'm exhausted with this constant redundancy of the same information over and over and over and over. And I've shared this before, but, uh, you know, I'm really... Uh, trying to understand these things from a different perspective. And uh, one of the things, you know, I've observed over the years now is that people uh, think that they understand things. They might have like one area of expertise, but then they think they're an expert on everything. And how uh, important it is to understand everything we don't understand and, you know, we're seeing that with people talking about the money supply. We're seeing that, you know, my favorite right now is to watch the oil, the oil prices because the headlines scream one thing. And then I just keep watching the oil prices. And even on the oil site, the headlines scream, oh, huge rebounds, huge price drops. And it's never more than a couple bucks. And, uh, and yeah, the day may come when the oil goes way up again to $200 a barrel, but 
my observation is, is it never really can go that high because everybody stops buying it. Nobody can afford that. And so then it's a surplus and then it crashes again. But that's not an exciting headline. And so, you know, we're being jerked around constantly by wherever somebody is on this bell curve of information and how important it is to step back and observe it from the bigger, wider perspective of eternity, basically. And that we're just this little tiny cog in this overwhelming wheel that we'll never really understand. And so, uh, you know, I've if, it felt to me like last week we were at one of those peak pressure moments and, you know, where something was going to give. And then it feels like that pressure has dissipated again. Uh, and I don't know, you know, what's real or what's true. It's very difficult to know what's real or what's true, and how to plan accordingly. And that's really, you know, the other thing I wanted to just touch base with on you on is that in the midst of screaming, yelling, and parroting, it's so difficult to keep focus on the wisdom that we hear within. And when you're a push person, not exclusively, but I think there's a tendency to think that we know better than what we're being intuitively guided to, especially when it's something that we think our guidance is wrong about, right? And so uh, sometimes we're very responsive to our intuition and our wisdom within. Uh, You know, a lot of that wisdom just comes from experience. And some of that wisdom comes from us trying to learn something that's uncomfortable. So you keep having the same experience over and over again until you get it. Then you have it a few more times until you really get it. So there's a lot of complex things happening. Uh, And at the same time, you know, as the world gets more and more complex, you know, there's this inner yearning, I think, for the simplicity of what was and the simplicity within the complexity to have sanity. And that's really, you know, what I I wanted to share about because when people move into this parroting phase, it's you can kind of check where you're at. If you're part of the parroting, then you know you're in the middle of the bell curve. If you're tired of that, then you know you're more on the front end. And if you still don't want to know, you're on the back end of the bell curve. And it's not about right or wrong. It's about understanding where you exist uh, within this time stamp that we're in. Uh, And I was thinking about that while I was uh, taking a moment. I'm having a lot of resting moments while I'm trying to get stuff done. Uh, You know, scrolling through videos, and I stopped on one. There's a guy who, his name is... I don't know what his name is, but he lived in China, you know, for 10 years. And so he speaks Chinese and he has an interesting perspective on China that other people don't have because he still talks to people back in China. And he was showing these videos of these little kids, you know, 9, 10, 11, being indoctrinated to hate America. I mean, screaming at the top of their lungs, learning how to, uh, I mean, they're proficient with guns and fighting and they're doing all this uh propaganda mind control stuff with these children to want to hate and kill Americans and this is you know this is state sponsored this isn't private sponsored you know like the the uh, Middle Eastern is private schools you know 
training people to hate America. And the Chinese are training, I mean, everybody's training to hate America. And we're sort of oblivious to all this, thinking that we're fabulous. And, um, you know, and where does that go, right? When you're, and then I was thinking about how, you know, what we're doing with our children compared to that. And, and then, you know, there's all these other videos of people just having these, uh, you know, presenting their magical life in some obscure place or traveling or whatever and how all over the place we are in terms of what could be and what our experiences are and what we're focused on and what's important to us and it's just so vast that it's easy to get lost and distracted about who we are and where we are in this bigger picture. And so by understanding, you know, this bell curve idea is you kind of can understand where you are. It doesn't mean you have to stay there and it doesn't mean you have to do anything about it. But I think the value of kind of understanding is that when we understand ourselves, I think it's easier to take ownership of who we are and what we want out of this life. And when we do that, I think we empower ourselves to listen more clearly to the wisdom within. And I, I just cannot express how important that is because the wisdom within isn't designed to keep us safe and perfect and magical in this bubble. The wisdom within is, is what's guiding us to achieve what we need to experience in this life so that we can grow to our optimum uh, amount, the, the, the willingness that we're able to grow and evolve as human and as spirit and as experience. Because, you know, the real power of learning comes through experience and not observation. And we have been conditioned to be observers and that's what this parroting is. The parroting is the observation. We're watching, listening to what other people are doing, and then people jump on and they're part of that party. And uh, and then they feel, you know, we tell ourselves that we're empowered because we know these facts, but yet nothing changes around us. The reality of who we are. And that used to be pretty much all we did, right? We just interacted with our the people around us. And now we've We've moved out of the interacting and we're just observing and congratulating ourselves on everything that we think we know while we're in this tiny bubble of our own making because we are, we've created a world that allows us to be bubbled, right? We don't have to interact with other people. We can just, you know, order online and have it delivered, right? So we're in this really rare, unprecedented moment of time where we don't have to interact with each other. Uh, we can just observe and we can hibernate and uh, and we can listen and watch, but we don't have to do. And how it's the doing that creates the experience and the experience is what really creates that inner wisdom. And the inner wisdom is really the end goal, right? It's trusting who we are within versus this parroting thing to be long with the world without. But how difficult it is to trust the wisdom within when there's so much screaming going on, you start to question what's real, what's true, what should I be focused on? And there's so many things to focus on. 
And that's just overwhelming. Uh, and part of the reason I'm talking about this kind of wandering around is one, it's still early. I haven't really focused myself, but <clears throat> I have a big day. I have, you know, made the decision to let go of the trailer because I just cannot drag this thing with me anymore. And so I'm about halfway through uh, getting rid of stuff. And I am in shock and awe about how much crap I have packed into this trailer. And the flip side to that is, as I'm counting, uh, I just sorted out all my food that I now have to get rid of, which is just killing me. But, uh, you know, I actually am impressed that I did a really good job with this space and the, you know, my finances of preparing for this purpose or this point in life where the power went out. But I can't hold on to it anymore because the weight of it is just too much. I just don't have the physical, mental, or emotional strength to deal with the stuff or dragging this trailer around. And everything in life is screaming at me, right, to get rid of it. And so uh, I was thinking about the inner wisdom. And I heard a long time ago, you know, my guidance within has been lighter, leaner, stronger, faster. That's what I've been told. This is where you want to be, at the ready, right? And so I was thinking about, that's been the inner wisdom, but as I am like drowning in the nightmare of what's going on inside the trailer, I have done completely the opposite by trying to listen to what I think was right. And that's heavier, you know, slower, weaker, and fatter, right? I mean, everything that I have created within my bubble of experience inside this trailer is the complete opposite of the inner wisdom and guidance because uh, I've been like you watching what's going on around me and terrified that if I didn't get ready for it you know I would be in trouble and you know and the grand irony of having to shed all of my preparations at the moment where it feels like especially based on all the parroting all the screaming uh, you know that all the terrible things that are going to be happening, how difficult it is to listen to what the guidance is while everything around us is screaming something else. And and what's really important is that we all have very different purposes and experiences. And so, you know, I just keep saying over and over again, you know, just because I'm talking about letting go of stuff does not in any universe think anybody else should be doing that. My shock and awe is how hard it is, how much energy it's taking, how it's just not even a physical, the mental and emotional stress of letting go and all the fear involved with that. Because, you know, I've just so intensely focused on what I need to function and survive in the world and then making these conscious decisions to let all that stuff go. And the fear, right? Like, well, what am I going to do if I drive away and the power goes out and there's no gas and I have this knowledge that I had some place with, you know, food and, and tools and things to get through for a chunk of time, uh, matched now with the reality that I don't have the physical strength to do the work to survive. And the reason I'm sharing that is that the parroting of ideas is easy. It's easy to congratulate yourself on the fact that you were awakened 
by seeing something that you weren't willing to see a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. You know, I mean, I'm infuriated with myself when I was losing my house that I didn't choose to see what was happening and I lost all my money, right? So this is real by not understanding, you know, what's happening and there's a price to be paid. But at the same time, you know, looking at all the people who never chose to pay attention to what's going on, who are very still comfortable in their homes, very still comfortable in their bank accounts. So there is no right or wrong about this. It's We're all in this different experience, but the parroting phase is where when you, when you see that, then you know that's in the middle of that bubble. And I think by understanding where we are uh, within that, the, the bell curve, which is a frequency, so it goes up and down. You know, you've seen me draw that before, that it's always in motion. So I think when we can be comfortable with where we're at in that bell curve frequency pattern, uh, we can make peace, you know, with who we want to be in the world and what kind of experiences that we're here to have. Uh, and I'm like way out there on the edge by myself. And it's very difficult to function when I'm dragging all this crap with me. You know, all the energy, like all I have done for the last year is pack and unpack my trailer. Every time I, you know, I had just gotten back and I, se- I just settled and I couldn't, do what I came to do, right? I came back to, you know, set up so that I could try to earn some money and all that went away because I couldn't get the pieces that I needed to do that. And so I'm like, fine, how many more, like this whole year has been about packing and unpacking the trailer. And ever since I've moved into this horse trailer, it's been this heavy, heavy burden that I desperately wanted to put someplace and be solid, to be anchored, to have this built out, you know, it was, it's perfect for this whole idea I had and how the universe and the inner wisdom have been screaming at me, no, 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 no. And I have been, yes, 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 yes. But I'm at a point now where I can't do it anymore. And so I have to choose the inner wisdom or fighting against what the experience is. And I think when you're a push person, we lose so much energy fighting against what is internal to us because it goes in conflict or contrast to what we think we want to push about. And it's very easy to get swept up in the overwhelming amount of information, feeling like we're participating, feeling like we're on track especially when we're in this parroting phase. And I, you know, I was, uh, you know, listening, you know, to some people gather kind of, you know, it feels good, right, to be right. And when people gather and they all feel right, they feel good about each other. And we like to be around people who agree with us. But it's, um, but how that is just part of this bell curve and this constant movement. And, I know I feel like I'm all over the place, but I think at the end of this, I didn't want to make this very long because we're back into not wanting this. I have to tell you a funny story. I was, I couldn't get it uploaded the other day. So I put it out 
on this bush out in the field, you know, trying to get the podcast uploaded, forgot it was there. And then I'm wandering around the trailer going, where's my phone? And I can't call, right, to make it ring. I had completely forgotten I left my phone out on a bush in the field. And so I'm like, I can't make these very long because it takes so long to upload them. <laughs> and so it's just, you know, this constant chaos for me of trying to function, you know, within this environment. So I thought that was funny because it wasn't funny while it was happening. I'm like, I'm glad I finally remembered. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was uploading the podcast because otherwise the phone would have been gone. <sighs> but that's just sort of an example of, uh, you know, this system doesn't work for me. And I've been fighting against it because I want it really bad. And I'm in the middle of looking at everything I've accumulated in the last 12 years. And this is like my third purge. You know, the first purge was from the house into the trailer. The second purge was when uh, I shifted from the little white trailer into the horse trailer. And because at that time I had two trailers. And this purge is into uh, a vehicle. And so the next purge, I imagine, will be uh, at the moment I've always talked about and I most feared is that moment when we just have to walk away. And it's providing me with a lot of feedback, both wanted and unwanted. Uh, but I can see how out of alignment I've gotten with what wisdom I heard within versus putting myself in the, the, the bell curve of awakening, preparing for what everybody else is talking about versus trusting what I hear as my path forward. And it's really difficult to do that. And it's also, you know, not something that all of us here came here to do. So this may or may not make any sense or be helpful, but I just wanted to check in, you know, just do a quick, this is so exhausting for me. So I can't wait till I'm done, but I'm only like halfway done. And so I, uh, it will be, you know, intermittent here for a while because I still don't even have a plan. I'm just getting rid of everything. Uh, I have no idea where I'm going or what I'm going to do at this point. You know, I have this long-term picture of where I would like everything to go. But in the meantime, you know, watching the news, who knows, right? So I just wanted to say hi. I just wanted to say uh, I hope all of you are doing well. I just want to say purging is exhausting, but I can kind of see, you know, the other side of it. So I'm starting to feel some relief as each I can't, if you guys could see the stuff I'm throwing away, I can't deal with it. Like I can't even, there's no one even to sell anything to up here. You know, being out in the middle of nowhere, you can't sell your stuff to anybody. Uh, and you're too far, you know, it's $50 to drive. So you're not going to go pick up a $10 item and $50 in gas. So uh, it's just this really weird, terrible experience again, you know, having to just get rid of stuff, get rid of stuff, get rid of stuff. But I can sort of see the other side of it. I'm starting to feel some of the relief from the weight of dragging it all with me, but I am shocked by how much I have packed into this trailer. So if we can understand where we are within this bigger picture of awakening versus holding on to the past, to also understanding that our personal experience is very different oftentimes than the bigger experience and trust our personal 
inner wisdom versus being swept up into the parroting and the, the congratulating yourself because you're part of the, the party, then uh, this is an incredible, powerful moment of personal transformation if you choose to take it and to own it. So uh, again, just wanted to say hi. Hope everybody's doing well. We're just going to take a deep breath and uh, I'm going to pray for the energy and strength. I have a big, painful process of moving my food away from my house. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe how much food I packed in here. It's been shocking. So deep breath, my friends, and I will see you hopefully soon. Where did my thing go? Oh, sorry. My microphone. Sorry about that. And talk to you next time.